0: How's it going, everybody, and welcome to episode one hundred and one of Master My Garden podcast. Now, this week's episode, I'm recovering the topic of Christmas gifts for gardeners. Uh, I covered it last year in episode number forty-five. There was, uh, I suppose, I think, I think, think I mentioned about ten gardening gifts, and that episode is still there. And the the items mentioned in it as gardening gifts are still pretty relevant, I think. And uh, you know, there's some decent enough ideas in there and I don't think any of them have gone off the market or changed or anything is too different there so you can drop back on that one as well if you're looking for for something else and there may well be a bit of crossover to this one to be fair because you know when I'm given this list it's it's uh, I suppose it's a list of my opinions and influenced a little bit by what I what I see out there what I've come across that might be interesting, and it probably isn't going to be or every item on the list won't be to everybody's taste as i found out last year i know one of the one of the items that i had as a a christmas gift was seeds and somebody said absolutely no way as a gardener would they want to receive seeds and that's fair enough that's their that's their take on it as a gardener my take on a on a gardener would be slightly different, and I do have them included again on this year's list. Um, so, yeah, as I say, it might every item mightn't mightn't be the type of gift that you would go for, um, but hopefully this will give you some ideas to either gift for yourself or to you know garden uh, give to the gardener in your life. So that's the aim of it. I was asked to cover it again. As I say, I did cover it last year, episode forty five. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to run through them. Mightn't be just as long as last year's. And uh, as I said, it could be a bit of crossover because it's still ultimately me coming up with this list. And I probably am still relatively thinking the same in terms of gifts. I I like uh, practical gifts. I like gifts that I can do something with. I much prefer to get something that I can use over and over again. Than to get something that you know, um, I don't know what you call them, the consumable item, you know, or something that, something that I wear. For example, I'm not uh, hugely big into clothing or anything like that. So um, maybe what I'll what I'll say here might be a bit too practical for some people, but hopefully it'll it'll give us some ideas. So before we get into that, I got a massive amount of messages after episode uh, release in episode 100 last week from listeners who I didn't even know existed. obviously a lot of the time you don't know who is listening but I got a huge amount of, of messages of support last week, people that are telling me you know how the podcast has helped them and how how they've been listening since the start or how they've gone back over the episodes on, on a couple of occasions and how to keep dipping back into them whenever they're they're stuck for something and I'm really delighted to hear all that because as I say at times you don't know you don't know who's listening, but I got a huge amount of messages. Um, both emails and on on social media over the over the last couple of weeks messages of support and so on so it was really it was really super and uh, as I say greatly appreciated you can also if anybody wants to and a few people did over the last week and it was greatly appreciated if anyone wants to support the podcast you can do that on my website Uh, it's basically it's called buy me a coffee it's a way of supporting um, it was set up to, to support creators so people who are producing podcasts or producing music or producing blogs or writing stories online or whatever it is and it's a, it was a company set up specifically to to help um, creators as they call them and I've signed up to that and basically you can support at any level so I think you know you can buy a coffee which is a fiver or you can you can Give more than that. You can give five coffees, or you can give uh, whatever you want. And there's a, there's a monthly option as well that you can you can just automatically happen every month. And as I say, a lot of people have supported on that, and a good few after last week's episode 100 supported on that, and it's really greatly appreciated, and really does help uh, to keep the show on the road to keep because. There is costs on a monthly basis in, in running a podcast and uh, yeah as I say any support there would be greatly appreciated. So you can find that there on my website it's uh, www.mastermygarden.com and yeah, as I say any any help will be, support would be greatly appreciated. So to get into the Christmas gifts for gardeners as I said uh, seeds I had them on the list last year and somebody pulled me up on it saying it was a little bit boring and whatever but I I kind of don't agree with it, if I'm honest. I think uh, seeds are a gift, always a gift of hope. So you get a packet of seeds and there's so much hope within that, you know, uh, whether it's vegetables or perennials or flowers or grasses or whatever it is, there's there's the hope, you know, you're sowing the seed, there's the excitement of it germinating, and then there's the bringing it through all the way through, through fruition, whether that is, you know, a fully flowering perennial or whether it's a a lovely vegetable that you bring to the kitchen table there's there's a, a sort of a, a hope involved in it all and a, I don't know there's a nice um, there's something nice about raising plants from seed yourself and and I, I think it's a super gift from the perspective of the person who's buying I think it's a great gift as well because whether it's a stock and filler for a fiver or whether it's you know the fully fledged big gift you can you can basically make it whatever you want because you can get a couple of packets of seed as I said for a five euro that act as the stock and filler or you can go all out and do a lot of research and do a lot of searching or go on to one of the really good seed websites and choose you know a selection of seeds and create a seed hamper that somebody could use and I, I do think that's a lovely gift and a gift that will Give a lot more to the gardener, so for a small packet of seed, that gardener will turn that into something so much more uh, as I say a perennial bed you know you could buy five or six different types of of perennial flowers, and the gardener will sow those and create a perennial border off the back of those five packets of seed so I think it's a gift of of hope and a gift of a gift that a gardener can turn into so much more and maybe for some people that is a little bit of a boring gift but I think it's a gift that a lot of gardeners would like to receive I saw that brown envelope seeds were doing a a specific uh, Christmas gifting box I'm not quite sure how it works but if you check out brown envelope seeds you'll you'll see there that they were doing that and it was just well presented and looked like a selection of of seeds in there and I don't know how you choose the mix or whatever but um that was a nice idea and as I said check out that but you could do it with you know any seed company or you can you can go to your local garden center and buy buy a selection of seeds off the stands or however you want to do it but I do think seeds is a nice gift and of course there's the associated products that you can do as well so you could buy a little propagator maybe a heated propagator um you know some of the seed trays and things like that and just create a little bit of a hamper around around seed and and seed Propagation from seed, and I think that would be a nice gift. The second I have on the list is a wild bird feeding hamper, and I've seen this done before. I've actually done it myself before, and I think it's a good gift. So, a lot of gardeners feed wild birds, and you know, they kind of go hand in hand. While it's not strictly speaking a gardening gift, it's something that a lot of gardeners do is feed wild birds, and so. A hamper well what i've done previously is i've got a selection of seeds so maybe fat balls peanuts niger seed a good quality seed mix and then got the corresponding feeders for each of those and you know maybe a little handbook you know how to recognize the the different birds doesn't have to be anything too fancy just you know the, the main birds in your area and you know that sort of a thing and then you can big it up a little bit if you need if, if you're going a bit bigger you can get like a feeding station or a good quality bird table and again or a bird bat for example and now you're creating a, a quite a big hamper of wild bird feeding items and i think that's a nice gift for anyone to receive and it's a gift as well that will keep on giving a bit like the seeds there'll be the benefit and the joy of watching the wild birds pretty much all the time for years to come as an example of that, actually there was two kind of examples of that. Um, Stephen on last week's episode mentioned the the goldfinches eating on the eating the seeds of the rebecca, and I said in the podcast I'd never seen it, and I actually hadn't, but I have rebeccas at the front, and on Sunday morning I looked across and saw them alive with with goldfinches, um, so that was an interesting thing, and nothing to do with the with the feeding station or such, but this morning. Uh, I counted 16 goldfinches and numerous other birds on the feeders and there was right good old battles going on so the goldfinches fight with one another and uh, there was right battles going on over over the food but the point I'm making is that that benefit is there all year round so it's a Christmas gift but it's a gift that will keep giving them joy or keep giving the person joy all the time so it's not just going to be for, for Christmas day or whatever so that's another good gift. The third item I had it on the list last year and again somebody mentioned it it to be a little bit on the boring side and again possibly it was but that was tools and I have it on the list again because I do think that tools are a great gift so whether somebody is just starting in their gardening you know they've moved into a house and they're starting to garden or whether somebody is long-term gardening there's a tool probably that that they would like to add to their collection. I suppose the thing with the with the experienced gardener or the person who has been doing it for a while, you need to know exactly what that is. For example, at the moment, I probably have a lot of the gardening tools that I need, but I have seen over the last couple of years, and I mentioned it on last year's episode, the, the Hori Hori, which is a Japanese, almost like a trowel. And I see a lot of people using it. So it's it's almost straight in terms of you know, straight handle, straight uh, body of the tool slightly curved then on the front facing of it a tiny bit almost like a trowel and uh, but then there's a serrated edge on it so it has multi-uses so i've seen people planting bulbs with it and uh, sticking in plants with it into borders digging vegetables with it cutting the cutting the perennials back at the end of the season splitting uh, perennials you know hacking off hacking off uh, weeds out of beds you know so multi multi uses and the sort of tool that you'd have strapped onto your belt when you're out gardening for the day and you could use it for maybe 20 different jobs during the day so that's a gift that I definitely would like to receive and it's something a tool that I'll try and pick up at some point in time uh, as I say, it's the Japanese, the hori hori, and I, I think there's, you know, there's a few people making them, and they're kind of readily enough available. I haven't seen that many gardeners using them in, in Ireland, but I think they will become very popular because I can see so many uses for them. The one thing I would say with tools is, no matter what tool you're buying, is always go for the quality. So, I would definitely think you're better off to buy one good quality tool than to buy three three sort of average or poor ones. Because for me anyway, and it's just my opinion on buying any type of tools, if you're buying the real cheapy stuff, it's really consumer stuff. It's really something that's use it once, use it twice. They break quite a bit. They rust quite a bit. And they're not... Didn't you know? They're not, from the environment, environmental perspective, and all that, they're not a good quality product. So what I'd be saying is, get a tool that's really good quality, and and have something that the person that you're giving to will have for a long, long time. An example of that is Felco tools, and I've like that was one I mentioned last year. Like I have a Felco, I have three or four pieces of Felco, but I particularly have a Felco tool, which is kind of the one that I would use mostly. It's battered and bruised does need uh, a cleanup but I have it 20 years and it has done a serious amount of cutting over the years has got neglected has got abused and it's still if I wanted it tomorrow to just give it a bit of a cleanup a bit of a sharpen it would be literally as good as the day I bought it and would work as good as the day I bought it and if I decided in twenty years' time that I'm not gardening anymore, I could hand it to somebody else and they could use it for another twenty years and That's what I mean by quality um give it to if you get those tools of that quality, they're the tools that can be that can be used over and over and over again, and as I say more environmentally friendly and uh, just a a better quality tool to be dealing with. Uh, Item number four on the list, a gardener's pamper pack. And I saw somebody putting this together recently, and it was a mix of stuff in it. I'm not sure if it's a present I personally would like to receive, but I think it's a present that a lot of gardeners would appreciate. And it was a gardener's pamper pack. And so you could have in it like a, a muscle rub, for example. I don't know how many times... You know, you, you hear of gardeners with an ache in their back or a sore shoulder or an elbow after some job that they've been doing, you know, or some repetitive tasks that they've been doing. Um, it would also include a muscle soak, a hand cream, possibly some nice candles and aromatherapy oils and things like that. And put all put together in a hamper, sort of a gardener's pamper pack. And I think that's a nice, a nice gift. As I say, I saw somebody doing that recently. And it did look like a nice gift. And it's a gift that I think a lot of gardeners would appreciate. As I say, not necessarily one that I personally would like, but I suppose that's the whole idea of a list is that uh, there's there's something in it for everyone, hopefully. Um, the next item I had on the lift list, and I did mention it last year as well, was garden clothing. And this is a broad, you know, this is a broad category and really... You can choose from so many items here. So, like items that I'd be talking about, potentially gloves, jackets, hats, um, footwear. You know, whether it's socks or, or good quality gardening boots, shoes, you know, all that sort of thing. And you can you can buy those at again sort of any budget level. You can get your your gloves, get gloves for a couple of euro, and you know you can go upwards from there. But this year, I saw somebody using, um, I'm talking about a pair of trousers. Now, they're not specifically a gardening trousers. They were by a company called Revolution Race. And they they were saying that they were a superb gardening trousers. Now, what's a gardening trousers? I don't know. But um, I know that for me, if I was gardening like you te- I tend to wear a lot of jeans generally but they're not ideal they're they're not always that stretchy they don't last at all there's no durability in them so once you're kneeling down at all the knees are going to bust out of them very quickly and as i say i saw somebody mentioning this trousers from Re- revolution race and it was a 100 dot euro like so it wasn't the cheapest but i have to say it is it's meant for hiking i think or certainly it's not, it's it's not sold as a gardening trousers but it is by far the best gardening trousers i ever had great lot of pockets in it uh really flexible so you know when you're bending and kneeling and all that it's and it's so durable Um i've caught it on pieces of wire i've caught it on you know and just kneeling on it the whole time and it's just so durable it really is and very very comfortable like and decent looking you know so if you're if you're out and about or you have to run off somewhere while you're wearing them they're they're not uh you know quite decent looking uh so that would be something that that i would like and as i say, there's any amount of of ways you can go with it there is you know there's clothing of of every sort there uh item number six on the list and this one is i mentioned last year and it's still i think one of the best gifts you could get a gardener and that is the gift of a gardening course and there's a multitude of them out there i mentioned them last year a lot of those ones that i mentioned last year are still available i checked i checked them all out this evening and they're all still available from the people that i mentioned last year and they have added some new ones as well some of those guys but i'm going to mention a few new ones that i've come across and i think they're they're very notable uh, so the ones that I mentioned last year were Klaus Leighton course, Jimmy Blake's course, TJ Maher's course. Um, I think I mentioned Dunmore Country School last year. And all of those all still have, you know, the same courses that, that I mentioned last year, plus some new ones. I know there's quite a few new, few new ones on some of the sites. But a couple that caught my eye recently was Niall Maxwell, who was on the podcast earlier in the year talking about Ireland's garden garden heroes. Niall is a garden designer. And he has introduced some quite interesting workshops on his website, nilemaxwell.ie And they're basically garden design boot camps with sort of different themes to them. So there's one called planting styles, which is basically going through the different types of planting styles and showing you how to go about setting up a garden and borders and combinations I think that's a nice idea and I think that's a useful thing for somebody who's maybe a budding gardener or maybe somebody who is starting fresh and just doesn't have any idea about putting it together but this might might give you a sort of a a general idea about how to go about it uh, other ones that he had in it was design boot camp and hard lines so different you know different elements of of garden design Um and you know all of those would be a really good gift for a gardener to receive. then Des dial again, he was on the podcast very early in 2021, and we spoke about you know his sort of garden design and his his uh, sustainable garden. that's what that's what he kind of bases his business on. but he has quite a lot of, of courses there on his, and I saw he introduced some new ones this week and there's the monthly course so every single month there's the you know the november december january february there's a, a course every month and i think what's covered in that is is sort of topical things for that month coming and uh, they were good value like 30 something euro and you know really interesting and especially at times of the year maybe like everyone knows what to do in the in the sort of maybe the spring and summer months, but maybe in the months when there's not so much going on that you might be wondering, how can I add a bit of life to the, to the garden at this time of the year? Well, you know, if you dipped into one of those courses at that time of the year, it might give you some ideas, but a few really interesting ones that I saw on his site was the propagation, propagation of plants from cuttings and division and propagation from seed. And I think they're very, very good courses, very useful courses as well. Um, Definitely, any any gardener could learn from those and could get a lot of benefit from those. Um, you know, the seed one, for example, like if you're able to able to figure out, and it's not complicated, but if you're able to get the the processes right for sown seed, you can literally grow all your plants from seed. And you, you know, to be able to do that would be such a huge such a huge benefit to you in your garden um i mentioned a couple of times already of one perennial border and pretty much everything in it was grown from seed this spring and i think that's it's it's very it's very actually satisfying to be able to do that for a start but it's also you know if you're able to do that like you can do so much more for you know, get, get so much more bang for your book as they say so you can you can literally do a whole perennial border. Once you're able to pick out the the correct seeds, and once you're able to grow them, you can do a whole, whole perennial border all by yourself, and that's that's a really good and satisfying thing to do. And of course, you can gift your plants and and whatever else as well, and do plant swaps and so on. But I thought they were there were some lovely courses, and and there's his his website is Garden Fable. So if you look up Garden Fable, you will find those courses there and as i say some really nice and useful courses there so they're just two new ones by des dial and Niall maxwell that i've seen this year but garden courses either online or in person i think are a really good really good gift for gardeners the only small thing about these the sort of in-person courses they tend to be on set days and you just need to be sure that if you're gifting it to somebody that they're going to be available on those days that you know that the that the event is on and you mightn't always know that when you're gifting to somebody so the online option is a good option in that case but if you're sure that you know the person is going to be available on the series of Saturdays or the weekend that this course is going ahead then it's a great gift super gift and um, probably Probably overall, I would say it's the best gardening gift that you can give somebody. Um, another sort of gardening type gift that I've come across, again, Niall, Niall Maxwell is involved in this. His company, Epoch Green, and they do, you know, basically houseplants. Um, they do sort of the styling around houseplants. So houseplants plus the pots plus the, you know, the styling, all that sort of thing. And I sort of arranged, and it really caught my eye a couple of weeks ago, a range of um, Christmas gifts, and one that caught my eye was botanical jigsaws, and I think there's nothing more there's nothing more Christmassy than a jigsaw. The amount of families that will be sat around a coffee table with a thousand piece jigsaw uh, for hours and hours, you know, putting together a jigsaw. I personally couldn't do it either, to be honest, because I am not the most patient person in the world, but I know that it's, it's something that, and it's very, very Christmassy, you know, um, definitely jigsaws are very, very Christmassy. And these botanical jigsaws from a company called Cavallini and Co. And there's a series, there's, I don't know, eight or 10 different types of botanical jigsaws. And I thought that was a lovely gift. And yeah, as I said, it was lots of other house plants and indoor plant styling, you know, gifts or so pots and all that sort of thing. And and they're available from Epoch Green and that's E-P-O-C-H green dot I-E. And they also sell through Little Brew Cafe, which is in Kilcullen, I think, and possibly in Dunlavin as well. So if you just check out Epoch Green, you'll see where, where they where they sell and stock those products, but I know they're selling a lot of the jigsaws and stuff online. So I thought that was a really nice gift. And then, of course, there's the the gift of plants. And again, it's a funny one because some gardeners, especially if they're well established a gardener, they would not want to receive a gift of a plant because they would be, I suppose, curating their gardens, and they know exactly what plant is going to go where. And then if you arrive down with a plant or a series of plants, <laughs> and it doesn't fit their idea or their style, and um, they may not, they may not want to put it into a garden. They'll never tell you, of course, but um, there's there's that element of it. And uh, but I think for for most people, I think a lot of people would like to receive, you know, a gift of a plant. And I get, what I'm thinking here is, you know, something. A little bit more special. So whether you're going for a really nice plant, you know that they possibly wouldn't go out and buy for themselves. You know whether that's a big camellia or a David Austin rose or you know whatever it is. You know, so a nice, a nice tree, a nice plant, a nice rose, something that they possibly wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't buy for themselves. And I think that would be a nice gift, and and always. Are mostly a welcome gift for for gardeners, as I say, and that person will be curating their gardens to the last, and something like that would actually throw their plan out the window, and they may not appreciate it as much as you might think. <laughs> so I would uh, I would just be cautious with that one. Just know the gardener first, and I think you, you'll be fine. You'll be fine then. So that's kind of a selection, as I say. There's you could go anywhere with that. There's there's um, you know there's so many other gardening type items so you can go down the roots of you know could buy a nice fire pit a good quality one you could buy I don't know barbecue type stuff outdoor living whatever it is you know outdoor living type products but I think that's a kind of a nice rounded um, list again maybe from my perspective I'm thinking of all these things and I'm thinking of what I could do with them, what I would use them for, because I'm kind of a little bit more, the wheels in my head turn a little bit more on the practical side. And uh, possibly people listening will find a lot of those that I had on the list quite boring. But as I said, you shouldn't be stuck for options when it comes to gifts for gardeners. Anyway, there's a multitude of, of, uh, of good quality stuff out there. And so, between episode forty five and this one, which is episode one hundred and one, I think you should have a good few ideas that would be that would be useful for the gardener in your life so this episode is as I said, dropping in as a bonus episode and a couple more guest interviews coming up for the next few weeks and then there's christmas Eve there's an episode falls on christmas Eve, so that that'll be just a happy christmas and uh, Then they'll be kicking off again in January with the the regular gardening ones. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, An episode on Christmas gifts for gardeners. And uh, I hope you get some inspiration for it. As I say, you shouldn't be stuck for ideas. Anyway, there's lots of options out there. And, uh, yeah, better get shopping because it's only a couple of weeks to go. So get out there and get those gifts. And until the next time, happy gardening.